Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Mr. Probs. Look, worship leading can be one of the most rewarding areas of church ministry. But it can also feel like... Ah! I'm a worship leader. And I'm a production guy. And these are our problems. Welcome to episode 35 of the Worship Leader Probs Podcast with your hosts, Brian and Jeremy. Sponsored by the experience conference yes Yes. come on come on dude i just got cold chills when you said 35 35 bro that's insane our little baby is already 35 episodes old that's crazy man yep so cool well hey this is another episode sponsored by the experience conference look we talk about it i don't know has there been an episode yet where we haven't somehow mentioned experience i don't think so (laughs) because all right here's the deal here's why like I know if you jumped on the website right now for the experience conference or you've seen some of the things we've posted, the lineup this year is off the chain. It's crazy off the chain. Yeah, it's Hillsong, Thrive Worship, Gateway, Tornwell, Meredith Andrews. uh, Meredith Andrews. They just added Red Rocks. They just added added Red Rocks. Leland. And so it it could be really easy for you to just kind of like fall into, oh, wow, let's check out the lineup. I'm going to get to go and see a bunch of good bands. Yes, that is good, and it's a positive. Yes, it's at Disney World. But the reason that Brian and I have gone back for so many years and the reason that why we decided to step on the ministry team is because every year that we go, God shows up and we meet him. Like It's it's no coincidence it's named the Experience Conference. I, if you go and don't experience the Lord, that's on you. Yeah, That's absolutely. what I believe with all my heart. So every time I go, I'm refreshed. I feel so much more prepared to go back and to minister to my congregation. And so if you haven't bought tickets yet, you just need to do it. Just do it. Absolutely. And and by the way, those are those are just the artists. Um, you know, in terms of of speakers, um, we're looking at uh Lincoln Brewster as a speaker, Ma- Michael Neal, uh, Judd Wilhite, Alex Seeley from The Belonging, Jonathan Falwell, and last but absolutely not least, Scott. Long year. This is our boy. Our guy. Yeah. So I'm just saying, you just need to go. And if you go, you can come be a part of a live taping. <laughs> That's for you, BT. <laughs> a live taping of a, a Worship Leader Props podcast. We're going to put me and Scott Longyear and Brian. We're going to be uh, sitting in a room up front and we're just going to pass a mic around. You guys can literally just ask us anything and we will sit and, and just talk about it when it comes to the church with worship and services and any of those types of things. And then you can come visit with us. We're going to have a booth in the exhibit hall and we're going to have t-shirts. I mean, I don't know how to sell this anymore. Dude, like, you just need to be there. It's a happening. You know, it's a happening. Maybe there'll be a, a, it can't be a Google hang because those don't exist anymore, they tell me. Yeah, they're shut down. But it will down. be a hang of some kind. Yeah, that's right. Right at the hotel, right? That's right. With us. So we, so we can go grab some expensive Disney food and hang out and exactly. talk life and ministry. And it's going to be good. You guys need to be there. Just don't don't be a doink. You know what we and might be able to get work you a in? You know what we might be able What's to work that? in live? Sing your praise to the Lord. Come on, everybody. Stand up and sing one more. Hallelujah. Sing your praise to the Lord. I can never tell you just how much good that it's going to do you. Just sing aloud. Sing da 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 I love that song, dude, from Amy Grant. The you only do. problem with that song yeah. is that it takes it takes too long to get into it. This is a long piano intro. 
which is glorious, I'm assuming, because piano intros are always glorious. Uh, as a guitar player, I would disagree. As but. are the men who play them, or women. <laughs> so, Okay, I got to just tell you this. Let's hear it. Can I tell you how, how excited I am for this episode's guest? I, how excited are you? I'm so excited. There, it's going to take me a little while to get the tech working here in the old uh, <laughs> worship leader probs uh, household, but uh, Mrs. Probs coming on this Mrs. week. Mrs. Probs herself, y'all are in for a treat. So Brian's wife Kim is going to be our guest today, and so, dude, this is just going to be so good. It's going to so, be awesome. How's life, dude? What's going on? Has the accounts? Because your big fear was when we revealed who you are, the account would tank. How are we doing? It didn't tank. <laughs> our people are the best man our family are the best it's still growing so thank you and it's growing on facebook which you know it's really hard to grow facebook so yeah, yeah so thanks you know we're you know give the facebook a like worship leader props same deal um if you can find us on twitter um it's like w r s h p l d r p r b s or something like that I look for the logo it's the same and uh Give us a follow. Make sure you're subscribing. We've gotten so many uh, encouraging DMs about the podcast. Thank you so much. Oh, 100%. Uh, thanks for listening. Just make sure you're subscribing. Tell your friends to subscribe. Keep those reviews coming in. Glowing yeah. five stars. That's right. Anything else would be uncivilized. Absolutely. So you guys are just the best, man. Let's all hang at the Experience Conference. 100%. Dude, you ready for this number? Ready. We are... We are this close to the podcast being listened to over 70,000 times. I, I can't even fathom that. I don't even like to hear my own self-talk. I can't believe there's people that like to hear me talk. It's so weird. <laughs> me too, buddy. Like, uh, so one of the other Christian meme pages uh, has, has uh, started listening and is like uh, binging the whole, the, whole, oh, really? the whole podcast. Yeah. And uh, it's been, it's just been great to hear, you know, God's using it and, Certainly not about uh, about us. Um, our, our goal, threefold, right? We want to entertain. We want to encourage. That's right. And we want to equip. That is right. We want to make fat stacks of cash. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, can you make money as a podcast? We're still trying to figure that out. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, my man. How's life? Everything good? Life's good. You know, it's Sunday, and uh, today was a day. Um, uh, yeah, it's good. I had a good weekend That's at good. church. We did, um, yeah, Mrs. Probs and I were on the team together uh, with a few uh -oh. other very gifted people uh, at our church, and um, it was a, it was a really, it was a good, it was a good weekend. Our, uh, we had a, our serve pastor uh, spoke while our senior pastor's on vacation, and nice. uh, he spoke on, uh not living in the past, you know, le learning from the past and moving on. And so he, of course, used uh, clips from the movie Napoleon Dynamite, <laughs> focusing <laughs> Uncle on Rico. Uncle Rico. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so um, it was really, really funny <laughs> and meaningful this. and meaningful also. I, yeah. I bet I could throw this football over that. Mountain. He used that clip. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the one where he shows him the video and Napoleon is... <laughs> this is basically, I forget the exact quote, but I, this is basically the most horrible video I've ever seen. Well, you can leave, and Napoleon just gets a bit of 
<laughs> so good. I got to watch the movie uh, again. That's good. How about Pretty you, man? Slow. How is this doing? like a slower season for you, though? Uh, eh, kind of. I mean, you know, I, if you know my story a little bit, we've opened two campuses this year. We have a third coming probably within the next five weeks or so. So, wow. Um, and uh, this one is the uh, the other two were kind of uh, church relaunches. You know, churches okay. that had. Um, Churches that like a little revitalization. Yeah, exactly. That that's what the other two were, and so those were existing buildings that were just having to update because they had not been updated in quite some time. And so, uh, this other building, uh, the other location of the third one that's coming online is uh, right in the smack in downtown Indianapolis, and um, so it's a building that we bought, uh, not a church, but just a, a building right on the main nice. the main drag, and uh, we're rehabbing that and doing all kinds of stuff on the inside. It's going to be, that's going to be pretty cool. You know, it's, it is absolutely stretching us. Wow. Uh, it is absolutely stretching us in terms of personnel, for sure. I've told you before, uh, I would not describe our worship staff as robust. And so <laughs> no, I would not, yeah, I definitely so would not. This will be, uh, you know, in 18 months, three campuses. So that's Woo. pretty, pretty aggressive. So yeah, it's, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it is a slower season. I don't have a lot to compare it to, but I would say, no, it's not slower. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> How about you, man? Dude, things are rocking and rolling at the church. Uh, we have recently hired a uh, consulting firm to come in and kind of help with some reconciliation and just the hurts of the season we've been in. And so uh, we had our services this morning and then we had a big family meeting is what we called it for the church. And uh, a bunch of people came out and the, el- the transitional elder team shared kind of what's going on and what what's you know what's up and stuff and so it was good we had some good family worship there's something about those big critical mass crowds mm-hmm. you know where the worship mm-hmm. just feels a little a little stronger and a little greater and so and i was actually i got to mix today both services and this afternoon nice. i don't it's a good problem to have uh with enough volunteers but i don't mix as much as i used to and so it was it was fun to get back behind the console excellent you put a little business on there i, I i'm a big fan of a lot of effects on a vocal. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, I, I actually combined two different reverbs in a long trailing delay, and then I like because you gotta do this when nobody's around. But you grab a mic, go back to the back, and I, I like EQ the two different reverbs to kind of put them together. And so I have like a hall and a plate that I put together, mm. and then the delay, and I match everything so that the decay of the reverbs matches the decay time of the delay. Nice. And so my wife. Uh, we she came for the the meeting this this afternoon. She was in the rehearsal, and she was like, "Wow, Randy really sounds good." And I go, "We'll check this out." And so I pulled all the effects off his vocal, and she was like, "Oh," and then I like now listen. And so I pushed the two reverbs up, and then I got the the delay right in that sweet spot, and it just it doesn't change his vocal, but it I don't, it gives it the business. Yeah, it puts a little business. Did, did you, uh, did, you, did you call it the double dip? No, I should have. Though. You probably should have. It's a missed opportunity. Well, double dip, trademark. <laughs> Worship with props. Is that how we make our fat stacks? <laughs> it might be. And there is such a thing as glory, and there are hints of it everywhere. And the hints are overwhelming, and descent is in the air. You know who that is? I do not know who that is. That's Rich Mullins, baby. Is it? Oh, the man. 
the legend. What's ridiculous is when I start thinking of songs, the only ones I know are Rich Mullins and Amy Grant. <laughs> what's actually know like more than just a line to? That's kind of like um, a, t- a tuxedo T-shirt. You oh know, yeah, I like to be formal, but I also like to party. That's yeah, or a mullet. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't have any idea what that means. <laughs> All right, my man. Well, hey, let's jump into our first segment of the podcast that we like to call our MVPs. Each week on Worship Across Podcast, we like to take a moment and recognize our volunteers and staff members from around the world who are serving uh, so faithfully in their churches in the areas of tech, of worship. Um, you might be uh, a worship leader. You could just be a volunteer on staff. You could be mixing audio, doing pro presenter. It doesn't really matter. We just want to take some uh, this opportunity just to say thank you for what you're doing and to just bring a little light to the kingdom. And so, Mr. Probs, who are we uh, recognizing this week? Love this part, man. We've got two this week. Uh, MVP number one is Bob Hunt. Uh, Bob okay. is the executive pastor of Wildwood Church of God in Ashland, Kentucky, nominated by Tracy Lobaldo. And, and she says, you all spoke about attention to detail in episode 34. Bob is the definition of attention to detail. He has served the Lord and others for many years and is my mentor. Uh, he wow. is very talented musically and technically, as well as uh, he helps me tremendously as I lead at my church. Uh, he always makes time for others. Bob leads with excellence and is always willing and able to stop and help others. Every church needs a bob hunt on their staff let's go let's go bob i, I, I actually it. know bob and he is the real deal man They're, i love it i've never met anybody like bob hunt he is just an amazing guy and he he can shred on the keys man really ridiculous he is uh, recovering from rotator cuff surgery right now so he's not doing any shredding for a while but bob is a really really uh, gifted guy and a really dear brother so we salute you bob we salute you, my man. So number two uh, MVP this week is Mark Fruin uh, from New Life Calvert in Frederick, Maryland. He was nominated by Megan oh, White, on, Whiteside. Calvert? That's that, that. I even looked it up. Really? New Life Calvert. Yep. Okay. Well, oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. Not Calvary is what I was thinking. Or Cavalry. Stop right now. <laughs> Calvary? Cavalry. You did it. Yes. First time. Calvary, Cavalry. Nice. So Mark Fruin is nominated by Megan Whiteside. Mark serves as a producer at New Life Calvert. Calvert. Uh, (laughs) Now you got me (laughs) thinking about it. He works a full-time job for the government and still serves as a producer every week. He is uh, mostly self-taught with ProPresenter and is the first to arrive and the last to leave when we have rehearsals and services. He is our glue. He's a prayer warrior and has his entire family serving with him. So Bob wow. and Mark, we salute you. We salute you. Let's go. Hey, if you want us to recognize your MVP on the Worship Leader Probs podcast, all you got to do is go to www.worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the MVP tab and fill out the, the form. It's quick, it's easy, and it's painless. And so we take all of those and we bring them together and we just kind of make some decisions who we're going to recognize. And so, hey, thank you so much for being a part of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Amen. That just flows now when I, I'm just, Right. I don't even have to close my eyes anymore. Gives me chills. And I was trying to distract you that time and it didn't, you were not to be swayed from the left to the left or the right. 
I had to, I'm trying to, because I know I still have one more song from you, so I just wanted to make sure I have my lyrics ready for this one. <laughs> so, uh, well, let's get into our second segment of the podcast that we call Prayer Concerns. This is this this segment of the podcast is really a fan favorite, um, and so each week what we do is you guys send us in all of the crazy things that people will write on your connection cards, on your welcome card, however you call it in your church. Uh, but many times, you know, we put on there, "How can we pray for you?" But instead, people like to use it for putting all their complaints, and so we like to read those here live on the air. And so, Mister Probs, what do we got this week? Here we go. Prayer concern number one. Numero uno. Numero uno. Hello, Pastor. I know we've never <laughs> met, but I sure wish you would tuck in your shirt. <laughs> I love it. You love it. Hello, Pastor. Yeah, we never met, but yeah. you look like a slob. <laughs> Dang. Come on, people. You made me look like a fool last time. <laughs> You have got to see Nacho Libre so these quotes make sense to I you. I do. I got to see it. I need to do that. Is it, well, is, it on the, is it on the flicks? It's got... Uh, I don't think it's on the flicks. <laughs> I just assume that's what the you kids are saying. You almost pulled one by me and then it, it registered when I said it. <laughs> no, but in a couple of weeks, I'm hoping to go up and hang out with BT for a little bit. And so I'm going to make you watch it. All right. We'll watch it together. There you go. Oh my gosh. That there would be based. There you go. Oh my gosh. Okay, number two. Okay. I'm a drummer, and after service, this older gentleman approached me with a really concerned expression on his face. And he said, I appreciate your passion for worship, but you do know drums are from the devil, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that? First Corinthians 13? <laughs> if you don't have love, you're a clanging symbol. Weird how he would use drums. For yes, that. exactly. Um, okay, good. All right. <laughs> number three. Number three. <laughs> okay. Number three. A woman from my church told me not to feel bad about being the only single 20-something-year-old at the church. She said, hey, plenty of women marry men who are much younger than they are, so maybe your future husband hasn't even been born yet. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ooh. We have a lady that used to sit at our front desk. Uh, her name's Thea, and she's like mid 80s. And she was a, she would just straight up be honest, I'm a cougar. <laughs> she was just straight up, I'm a cougar, and I don't care. <laughs> like, it was wow. so funny, man. <laughs> oh my Lord. All man. right, number four. I think you blew out my hearing aid. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> All right. What else do you say about that? All right. Number five. Our pastor used me as an example once when he was preaching. And he said, You see this pianist? I know he's not the most talented, but he sure is committed. <laughs> Oh, that's a come on fam moment. Come right on, there. fam. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Not the most talented, but he sure is committed. Yeah. That is fantastic. Number six. 
wow, when you really get going, that vein on your neck bulges out really big. <laughs> our, that's our worship pastor. Like he, he's a baritone who wishes he was a tenor, but you always know when he's about to go for it because he kind of leans over, cocks his head to the left, and you see the vein start getting big on his <laughs> neck. You're like, okay, pull down the finger. Here it comes. <laughs> yep. Incoming. All right, number seven. Can you please ask your daughter to stop wearing red shoes on stage? They're making my husband stumble. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. We've gotten several versions of this, and I'm not sure what it is about red shoes, but it's a little bit. Apparently, no it's a little bit of an issue out there in the church. So, come on, come on, fam. <laughs> come on, red shoe fam. Exactly. They better never go to a red hat society. Exactly. That would be just like. <laughs> All right, number eight, the last one, and the botting, the bottom of the pudding. <laughs> the bottom. Botting. <laughs> yeah, botting. Number eight, I was told that my bass singing voice was sexy, <laughs> and I was 13 at the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, church fam. Oh, church fam. Oh. <laughs> uh. Well, hey, Worship Leader Probs Nation, thank you so much for another amazing round of prayer concerns. And so if you'd like for us to read one of your prayer concerns on, now, here's the deal. We've, we've said this before. We'll say it again. Uh, if you send it in, we'll never use your name. We'll never use your church's name. We keep it straight up anonymous. But straight you up. can hit us up and send us an email at info at worshipleaderprobs.com. And we would love to read these here on the air. And so, all right, my man, well, let's jump into our last segment before we attempt to bring Miss Kim Tabor on the podcast. Hello. And we like and we like to call it sliding into the DMs. Every day our worship leader props Instagram account just gets inundated with questions and people check in and things like that. So we do our best uh, that we can to be able to answer those questions uh, back to you. But you know, when you're trying to type things out, sometimes you can't get it all in. So each, each week we like take one or two of those questions and be able to have a little time to actually expound upon them here live on the worship leader props podcast. And so Mr. Tabor, what are we talking about today? This one's kind of a fun one. Um, who have you Ooh. not interviewed on the podcast? That you would really like to have on. Oh, okay. So okay. here's the deal. If we give you these answers and you have connections to these people, make it happen. Don't be a doink. Your boys need your help. Jared? Like for instance, yes. we, you know, we're, we're friends with a guy who might have a little in and integrity. And he was like, hey, we have all these artists going to be at the conference. You should probably talk to all of them. Mm -hmm. Well, alrighty then. Let's Cause we'll do talk that. to anybody. Absolutely. Let's do it. So Jared, who, who would your, you know, you've agreed well, to go first again this week, which is just <laughs> wow. Thank you. Amazing. I'm glad I, I won that uh, coin toss. Uh, number one, I think, is a no brainer for me. Um, I would love to have Shaquille O'Neal on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he's neither a worship leader or a tech guy, um, but I think he's funny as crap. And I think he would just be like, I've always said, if I could hang out with one celebrity for the whole day, it would be him. That'd be a, that'd be a fun day. Like, so uh, I had a family member whose uh, brother-in-law built Shaquille's house in Orlando when he first got signed years ago. Nice. And um, like he would go out after practice, knock on all the doors and ask if all the kids can come out and play. And he'd be playing with the kids in the yard and then getting in his pool and hanging out. Like he's just a big kid. That's so awesome. I think I'd like to hang out and have Shaquille O'Neal on the podcast. That's awesome. That's awesome. 
Bet you weren't expecting that. I right? wasn't expecting that. That's amazing. Yeah. So who do you have? Um, you know, we've had we've had some personal heroes of mine on the podcast already. You know, Paul Balash and Me. Um, you, obviously, um, Scott Longyear, Sandy Patty, yeah. uh, Kim Walker Smith, Candace Payne. I mean, we've had a, an amazing collection of people. I mean, I could, you know, Lincoln Brewster. Lincoln Brewster, yeah. um, maybe we were having some talks with one of our brothers from Elevation Worship. Oh, I, yeah. That would be ex- yeah. exciting. Um, he would have been one. He would have been one that I would have always wanted to have was Chris Brown Yeah, from Elevation. I'll, worship, I loved worship music, but when I heard Chris Brown singing uh, Give Me Faith years ago for Elevation had really taken off, and that music video... Like the way that they put it up, it was from a church service, and it starts with just the people saying, I may be weak, but your spirit's strong. And it just got bigger and bigger. And hearing the, oh my gosh, it was like, okay, the Lord is doing something mm. very special in that place. Absolutely. Absolutely. He'd be, he would, but be, he said yes. He did so. say, yeah. So, you know, I, I would say from, from our field, uh, David Crowder uh, would be a guy I just think would be absolutely hilarious. Yeah, I like to have him on. That would be good. And from the from the non worship world, Peyton Manning. Really, I live in Indianapolis, man. Dude, that's. Have you seen the latest State Farm commercial? There, I I love all of them, so I don't know. If well, this one I think actually would be fitting for worship people. So they're sitting in a bus and they're writing about vanishing deductibles or something, <laughs> and Peyton goes, Peyton goes, hey. Put it in G. And Brad Paisley goes, Peyton, that'd be too high. And he goes, not for me. <laughs> it's so incredible, man. He's so incredible. I'd love to have him on. That would be so amazing. Oh my gosh, yeah. So if you know if you know Peyton Manning or Shaquille O'Neal, and you can get him on our podcast, Bring we it. would love to talk to Bring him. Bring it. Oh, and by the way, if there's any worship leaders you'd like us to have on, we can talk to them too. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, my man. Well, it is time. For everyone to see just how blessed you are and get to meet Miss Kim Tabor. So here is part one with Kim Tabor. Well, the Worship Leader Problems Podcast is so, so dang excited to have Miss Kim Tabor on with us. So Kim, thank you so much for taking some time out on a Sunday afternoon and joining us. And I also have to say, thank you for sharing Big Tasty with the world. (laughs) It is my tremendous privilege to get to share Big Tasty with the world. (laughs) That, that okay. name is going to haunt me. Yeah, oh, yeah, it is. It already is. <laughs> it, well, it's funny. I keep seeing you. You keep trying new nicknames, trying to get me back for Big Tasty. And that, I don't feel like any of them are really sticking. I think I think the one that is sticking is the one that you want no part of. Well, I, but I don't feel like that's sticking as well as Uncle Jer. Uncle Jer is, Uncle Jer is good. But there's, there's one with the... I'm not going to say it on the air. Why? Really? It's not offensive, is it? Why didn't I thought you hated it and I would never do that to you? Did you like Big Tasty when I started with it? No. But you still did it. <laughs> so I feel like I've earned this. So, okay, we should throw a poll up. Okay. We, oh, I'll throw it in the story. Should we call you Uncle Jer? Okay. Or Big Ginger? I thought Big Gingy. Or Gingy. It could be Gingy for short. So, Longyear calls Either himself way. Big Sexy Pastor. 
Okay. <laughs> he does. I am big. He does. I am big tasty. So we needed some nickname with a big on the front for Jeremy. And so I said Big Gingy, which is short for Big Ginger because he's got red hair and a big red beard and Totally makes sense, yes. I think it so. It does. I'll throw it up. I'll throw that in the story. You should you should definitely do that. So, well, hey, Kim, thank you again so much for coming on. And so I've been lo- personally looking forward to this for a long time. Um, you just, some of the things God is doing through you, I'm just excited that we get to finally share those things with the nation and um, and just seeing you guys together as a couple and doing all this, I just think is fantastic. Oh my goodness. I have been looking forward to this and look what God has done uh, with worship leader probs. I, I'm just, this is just been amazing to watch, to be a fly on the wall and and to watch God working and moving. And um, yeah, we, we had no idea that this was going to be coming like this. So Exactly. Was there ever a moment though in the building of it where you were like, oh, okay, I might be over it now? Because <laughs> uh, it, takes, it takes a it, lot of time. There, there have been many moments like that, especially at the beginning. <laughs> Yeah, uh, where, you know, every day uh, his he would take his phone and uh, put it right in front of my face and start laughing because he wanted me to look at these funny memes. And some of them I got and some of them I didn't get. And I'm thinking, what, how long is this going to last? And, yeah. you know, a couple years into it, I, I started thinking, <laughs> what is happening? And um, then this kept building and snowballing. And then the day came where he came up to me and he said, Kim, I'm getting these messages and um, from men and women who are struggling in ministry and they're looking for support and they're looking for answers and they're looking for somebody to just walk alongside them. And I thought, oh my goodness, um, there is a, there's real ministry being birthed out of all the humor, you know, who would have thought? So that's right. It's been it's been a it's been a crazy adventure, and as surprising to me as as it has been to anyone, you know, uh, Kim. So Kim, Kim's father is uh, from the corporate world, loves the Lord, <laughs> and um, one of my favorite my favorite worship leader prop stories is when we we unpacked this for Kim's parents, okay. and um, her dad is a real. Uh, He's a thinker, yeah. Okay, deep thinker, uh, great, te- you know, teacher of the word and all of those things. Deep thinker, and he goes, "Hey, Brian, I gotta, gotta ask you a question." Kim was telling me a little bit about this thing you're doing, you know, and I got, I just got to know, what's a prob? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dad isn't so great with I social media guy, things. He's not I even on that. social media. And um, he has a, a different kind of sense of humor than my husband has. And uh, yeah, so that's my dad. Yep. That, that is guy. incredible. That, uh, that is incredible. But you know, it, it should not have surprised me because I know my husband very well. And I know that there's two things that he has always been passionate about in the almost uh, 30 years that I've known him. He's passionate about worship. And he's passionate about humor. I mean, he used to have a humor file. I don't know if you've talked about that or not, but <laughs> but okay. in his dust drawer, a, a humor. A what? F- whoa, 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 I have to. <laughs> uh, 
a what did he have? Okay, so when oh. I started, yeah, when I started in ministry, there was these there were these things called file folders. Okay, <laughs> okay, and you you put paper in them, and you put okay. the file folder into a hanging folder that rested oh. on these metal tracks that was in that okay. went in your desk drawer, you know, or your file okay. cabinet or whatever. And so I I uh, I had a file marked humor. This is true. And, and maybe, he, you know, there might or there may or may not have been some some OG uh, prayer concerns that were in the humor file. Really? Yes, yes. That's yes. amazing. And he'd pull it out occasionally and just start laughing. And so, <laughs> uh, you know, when when this started happening with worship leader probs, um, it shouldn't have surprised me because only God yeah. could take the two things that my husband is really passionate about and find a way to weave them together. So, yeah. Crazy. If we could just figure out how to get um, sponsored by Chapstick, <laughs> then everything would be coming to plan. <laughs> he loves his oh, Chapstick. Yeah, my strawberry Chapstick. Yep. Here it is right there. Strawberry Chapstick. Every day since the seventh grade. Uh-huh. Every single day. Every single day. So I have a problem. I've probably confessed this before. Strawberry Chapstick is the only yeah. flavor I will use. And it is. it can be difficult to find. And now, yeah. pre-Amazon, strawberry oh, chap, wow. tra- strawberry chapstick was almost impossible to find. So any wow. like we, Kim and I, we we have a. We'll talk a little bit about this later. We have a not-for-profit, and we spent six years traveling full time to churches and doing music and leading worship and all those things. And so, when we were on the road, we would stop at a gas station in the middle of nowhere to get gas or get something to drink or whatever. And I, if if I would always cruise the chapstick section. And if I, yeah. if I found strawberry, yeah, it, it was going down. Did and you buy the whole box? Absolutely. And so I would come back out to the car or the van or whatever we were in and she would just roll her eyes. Oh my gosh. Now we, with Amazon, it's much easier, but we are always yeah, fully should. stocked with chapstick. That is for sure. <laughs> Does he have more chapstick or hair care product? Uh, that he's it's, it's pretty equal. It's come pretty on equal. Now. Come on. Come <laughs> yeah. on. I yeah. got more chaps. I got way more chapstick. <laughs> she doesn't know about all my chapstick. <laughs> That's probably very true too. See, I have an office stash and a home uh, stash. That's only fit. Awesome. Well, hey, um, everybody that we've had come on the podcast, we take them through what we like to call the Frank Five. I can't remember the name. <laughs> I literally just blanked. Fab Five? Fantastic Five. <laughs> oh, okay. Here we go. I'm going to do that again. Hold on one time. So every time we have an, on a guest, we like to take them through the Frank Five. And it's just five questions just to, to allow the listeners to kind of get to know you better, get to know a little bit more about your heart. And so uh, can we love to take you through those questions? And so Big Tasty, Brian Tabor, <laughs> will you go ahead and uh, get us started? Absolutely. Here's question number one, honey. Okay. We are thrilled to have you here. So, um, you know, Jeremy's mentioned before that you, as he calls it, you have a canon. Uh, well, that is an understatement, <laughs> but yes. So, you know, Kim is a really is a gifted speaker and singer and um, a, a communicator is what she is. And she just does it through different mediums. But can you tell us, tell us about your ministry? Tell us how you got started you know, tell us what your journey has looked like into what you're doing yes. now. Hmm. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, I think 
I always knew that I wanted to have some kind of, I, I wanted to be a part of some kind of ministry, that God was birthing some kind of ministry in me. And singing has always been um, kind of the, the primary thing that I did. And I knew early on, actually shortly after my whole family, we kind of got saved around the same time frame. And my mom took me to an Amy Grant concert. I won't tell you which album it was because that will totally <laughs> date me. I sang, when he rang the bell, I was singing some Amy Grant earlier. So let's go. <laughs> oh gosh, I love it. So, um, but I'll never forget, we had horrible seats and it was obstructed view even, but I remember being so impacted. Um, yeah. And I knew what what um, I was experiencing, and I thought I want to do something like that. Um, wow. So I um, music just kind of followed me all through growing up, and I was a voice major in school, but I didn't really, um, as I think back, I I didn't really understand worship because I had a completely different upbringing than than Brian did. You know, he has the assemblies background. I grew up Lutheran. Oh, and wow. yeah, I mean, you can't get much more opposite <laughs> than the two of us yeah. in our upbringing. So I had no real concept of of w- really worship um, until I met Brian. And uh, wow. when we first met, uh, you know, he was listening to a lot of integrity and I had no idea what that was because I was listening to Bon Jovi. That was my jam <laughs> at the time. <laughs> so That's um, true, man. That's so true. You know, it's very true. Um, and the integrity was great, but it was very foreign to me. I, I just didn't, you know, I knew singing a Martin Luther hymn and standing up every once in a while in our church services and then sitting down and and uh, that's, that's all that I knew. And so, Brian, God really used him to begin to open up my eyes to worship. Um, and uh, then I went to a Brooklyn Tab conference a few years after we were married, and that is when God really captured my heart. And I wow. had a heart shift as it relates to worship, and, and I knew I could never go back. I would never be the same. Um, wow. So, um, after Brian and I got married— um, he obviously became a worship pastor, and then we we launched a uh, a separate ministry outside of the walls of our church um, called Tabor Ministries, and we literally had the opportunity to just travel the country doing worship concerts and conferences, and wow. um, and then God began to birth even women's conferences um, out of my own personal testimony, and uh, so we do these things called Finally Free Women's Conferences across the country and uh, just have uh, have an amazing time doing that. It's just been um, just such a powerful thing to get to go into churches of all denominations all across the country and getting to see what God's doing in in his church and all of the different ways that 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 people worship. it's it's been um, it's really been tremendous for me personally to get to experience that. So let well, me, and I could say, so well, ahead. let me just say real quick, as somebody, I, we, we just had Brian and Kim come to our church to lead a women's conference and they did the worship and Kim spoke and it was fantastic. Like mm-hmm. God is using you guys in really incredible ways to make such huge impacts for the kingdom. So, um, and so is there a place people could go if they did want you guys to come big tasty that they could try to book some tabers or, well, <laughs> 
<laughs> Book some tabers. <laughs> Book some tabers? <laughs> they can go to taborministries.org, T-A-B-O-R ministries.org. And um, and you can you can even email info at taborministries.org, and that goes right to me, and and uh, we can talk about some of those things for sure. We love to get to travel and, and do that. So let oh, me yeah. can, let me ask kind of a follow up to number one. Okay, so okay. yeah, absolutely. You you've talked about music, and you've talked about speaking at women's conferences, and then yes. about I think it was a five years ago, um, God birthed something else. Yeah, he um, sure did, didn't he, Brian? He did. He did. <laughs> this was this was not something we saw we saw coming, but um no. It's just uh it's been it's been really unbelievable to watch God use it. Um and so, you know, Saints tighten your halos here for a second because we're going to talk about <laughs> something that's not kind of straight down the middle and but God is using it. God is using it in powerful ways. Absolutely. So tell, yes. tell us a little bit about the newest piece. Okay. You know, um, in our Finally Free Women's Conferences, one of the things that I talk about is that I really believe that God sets each of us free from something for something. And so, yeah. a number of years ago, I began a journey of trying to figure out what, what was my for something. And I wanted it to be outside of the walls of the church. And so, I tried a lot of different ministries and um, homeless ministries and domestic violence shelters and some wonderful, wonderful things, but they didn't seem like a, a, a real match um, for me or, or a calling for me. And um, long story short, um, God led me to um, a ministry that we, we now call um, Stripped Free. And we, myself and a, a team of women, we go into the strip clubs in the city of Indianapolis and we go in there with a simple message just to let the women who are working there know that they are loved and they matter and that there is a wow. God that's crazy in love with them and that there are people in this city that love and care about them. So, um, we try to, to build bridges wherever we can. Um, if someone um, wants to leave the industry, uh, we we try to make connections for them to find um, jobs or health services. Um, and if somebody doesn't want to leave the industry, we just develop friendships and we will walk alongside them um, and and get a chance to introduce them to Jesus, the one that's wow. that's changed our lives. So. Yeah. So like, okay, how does this work? Do you like call the manager and be like, hey, we'd like to try to come steal some of your girls? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how, like, how does that work? You know, our goal is not to get women to leave the industry. Our goal okay. is to introduce them to Jesus. Um, okay. Because we know that once a woman, no matter what she's doing or where she's working, begins to believe the foundational truth of her worth and value to the God of the universe, um, yeah. that she's going to look for the door herself um, to find yeah. something um, something different. Um, but the reality is some of the women that we meet, um, may not ever leave the industry and wow. we are going to still be there for them to love them and to walk with them, um, and to be friends that that's our bottom line goal is to develop relationships and, um, to love like, like Jesus would love. And we know that, um, 
we can't control any of those outcomes. Yeah. My goodness. The things that you've probably seen and experienced, like how do you um, emotionally, like how do you deal with the things that you see in the times that maybe people are in situations and and you just would love to see them come out, but they decide to stay like, how do you handle all of that? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, um, that has been a, a really difficult lesson for me to learn. I have um, gotten quite an education. Um, n- nothing has um, changed how I view ministry or impacted my theology more than Stripped Free has. Um, yeah. I have indeed seen some really difficult things. Um, but the thing that I have to keep reminding myself is that I am not um, powerful enough to save anyone or rescue anyone or change anyone. All I can do is just try to be the hands and feet of Jesus and to love. And God is more, I mean, that the, the rescuing and the redeeming and the restoring and the changing, that that's his specialty. He does all the yeah. heavy lifting with that. And so I just have to keep surrendering um, all of my, uh, surrendering the ministry and surrendering all of my friends in the clubs to him. Um, and praying for them and just loving them um, as well as I can love them um, on his behalf. So, yeah. So, like, do you guys have, like, decent relationships with all the clubs? Like, they come in, oh, hey, Kim. Is that your ability? I mean, like. We have wonderful relationships. We get permission to um, go into the clubs. And we've actually, God's really um, poured out his favor on, on this ministry. We've had a couple of club managers that have actually contacted us and asked us to come in to their clubs because um, many of our friends in the clubs have a lot of different issues that they're dealing with. You know, no little girl grows up dreaming of doing this. There's a long road of trauma and brokenness that typically leads a woman to this industry. And so, um, a lot of management doesn't Many times they don't want to deal with some of the drama and some of the issues that can come along um, with with the women that that work in this industry, and so yeah. um, they want to be able to say, "Well, you know, what night are the church ladies coming in? Talk to them," um, and and you know, yeah. we're we're happy to <laughs> to talk with them and and um, help however we can, and and to just even just become deeper friends with them. Yeah. Sorry, I know I'm asking a lot of questions, oh, that's Brian, great, but it's just, that's I mean, this, this is this is just like one of those moments where you're seeing somebody um, that's willing to jump into the muck, you know what I mean? And and to really get in and talking about being the hands and feet. And so I've just always been so intrigued and, and just blown away by how God continues to use it to just expand his kingdom. So well, and I want to, I want to say two, a couple of things. First of all, I, there, uh, I, I could not be more proud as a husband and as a pastor to see uh, what God is using you to do. Um, I, I, when your wife comes and says, I think I found my for something and this is what it is, that that's <laughs> not what you're, what you expect to hear, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah man, I, I, I watch her uh, faithfully, pursue these women um, on behalf of the kingdom. And um, it is just inspiring to watch. Um, I, I've been so proud of our church and the way that they have uh, 
open their arms uh, to so many of these friends who who end up coming to our services because this is kind of where wow. it all, all all comes full circle. You know, music plays such an important part of what they do in the in the clubs, and so when they find out that that Miss Kim, this church lady, uh, is a singer, and yeah. she's singing at this church this weekend many times, out of just sheer the sheer intrigue of seeing what this is all about. Uh, they yeah. end up coming to our services. And so uh, cool. I will tell you that <clears throat> it it puts our team, it, it positions our hearts and minds in a really unique way when we approach those services and is a refreshing uh, reminder to us that we we should approach all of the services that way, you know, because yeah. there are people in all of our services uh, who desperately need a life-changing encounter with Jesus. And mm -hmm. so yeah. um, it, that, that full circle part back, you know, back to the music has just been really, really cool to watch. Hmm. That's just incredible. Wow. Well, and can I just add one thing, you know, I, Absolutely. I have, God has used this ministry to, um, strip me spiritually. I have gone through wow. my own stripping process, spiritually speaking. Um, and and one of the biggest things that I've been learning um, and one of the reasons that I even got involved in this type of ministry is because I believe that God allowed me to see um, the first night that I walked into one of the clubs that the women on the stage and the women in these clubs, um, they're not they're not any different than the women that are sitting in our church pews and the chairs in our churches all across the country. Because at our foundation, we are all just women who want to know that we are loved and we matter. Whether we are standing on a strip club stage, sitting in a church pew, sitting in an office building somewhere, many, 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 and I would dare say most women are walking around with the deep fear that we are not lovable. And uh, to be able to realize and to grab that foundational truth that the God of the universe created us and knitted us together in our mother's wombs, and he is madly in love with us, that is game-changing truth right there Yeah, for all of us, no matter what we do. Wow. And so, just to give them a little bit of background, too, like there's a they do a big back to school event here in Indianapolis. They do a, an, an enormous Christmas event. Tell us just quickly, tell us a little bit about Christmas last year. You know, we, um, God has just been so good. We were able to serve more than, uh, well, I think it was close to 85 women representing 250 children. And the women oh come gosh. and we have a Christmas celebration and they can shop for free brand new toys for their kids. Um, and they all walk away with free hams and all of the Christmas side dishes for a Christmas meal, um, Bibles and teddy bears. And it's it's a, a party atmosphere and we have a DJ there. And it's just, it's, it's so much fun. Um, and the most important thing is that day before we do anything is we get to share the gospel and we get to talk about Jesus and the real meaning of Christmas and um, how Jesus has changed our lives and, and he, he wants to impact them as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm proud so of it. So good. It's a lot of so, fun. Yeah. Remember a long time ago, we were talking about at the time, we just called her Mrs. Probs. 
And bro, I was like, I married up and I went way up. <laughs> and now you guys can see why. And if you look up, if you look up power couple in the dictionary, it's a picture of Brian and Kim. Oh, oh hardly. Man, you're, yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> hardly. Crazy. So, all right. Well, we got a little serious there for a little yeah. bit yeah. for a minute. So let's let's get a little bit more a, a little bit more light for a moment. Yeah. Okay, Kim. If BT gets a call and finds out you've been arrested, but he has no information to, as to why you got arrested, why would what would he think is the is why you got arrested? Well, no doubt it'd be because I got caught up in some kind of a strip club raid. I mean, that that would have to be it, I'm sure. So, yeah. Oh my, oh my gosh! Does, is that is that like a thing? Oh, it's a thing. Let me tell you. Yes, it is. It's a thing. Oh, that's one, what? Yeah, that's one oh. of the reasons. Yeah, that's that's one of the reasons they, in part of our training, you know, always take your ID in with you. And because once they raid, they lock it down and nobody's leaving. So, um, yeah, it's okay. it's interesting. Have you been there during a raid? <laughs> um, I have not yet, but um, okay. actually Woo! we've missed one. We've missed one by a couple nights. Um, but yeah, oh yeah, gosh. I know. I know some people who have been and and. Um, yeah, it's it's a game changing kind of ministry. It Jeremy. is, man. <laughs> it is. It's all yes, in, it is. man. It's, and it's funny because I'll always know what night you're you're in clubs because I'll get a text. So, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> or house party fires up? Yeah. You bored? Brian's yeah, home Kim's alone. Yeah, he's, that's right. Yep, that's right. Kim's in the club. <laughs> okay, so here's the question number three. So, um, you know, Kim has we've been married. Uh, it will be twenty four years. Uh, next in August, 24 years in August, right? So we've been married 24 years. And before she was a pastor's wife, she was a pastor's girlfriend. So she had all of the expect, all the spousal expectations (laughs) just as a girlfriend. Okay. So, um, you know, close to 30 years, right? uh, On staff, plus, you know, traveling and all the stuff we've done. What is, what's the craziest story you have from a church service or a concert or whatever? Oh my goodness! Um, how do I pick? Because we have we've had some we've had some times, haven't we? We've seen some stuff, man. Seen some stuff. Um, let's see here. Well, I I would say one of the craziest stories happened more recently than I would want to admit. Um, but <laughs> oy, uh, a recent Easter service that we had. Um, Right after our pastor's sermon, I was supposed to come up and lead No Longer Slaves. <laughs> and um, so I love that song. It's a powerful song. Um, but this, I think it had been our our fourth service by this point. And, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not as young as I used to be and my dogs were getting tired. So I wanted to go find a seat um, and, during the sermon time. And so um, I just went a little bit further out in into the uh, lobby area to find a, a bench to sit on, and so I was sitting there. And the pastor's daughter came up, and we were sitting and chatting. What I didn't know, in all fairness, because nobody told me that our pastor happened to decide to cut ten to fifteen minutes of his sermon because of time issues <laughs> during that one service. So I'm oh sitting gosh. there just chit-chatting and chit-chatting and chit-chatting. And all of a sudden, I hear this 
um, male voice start to sing You Unravel Me, and the first lyrics, and I <laughs> had this shot of fear go through me, and I go running back to behind the stage, and I'm like, you're kidding me. And so I started singing the chorus on mic as I was walking out, and in our ears, I hear our tech guy saying, Brian, Kim's walking on the stage right now. Kim's walking on the stage right now. You can back <laughs> off. And so... So at that point, I go up and I just gently touch his shoulder and he starts slinking, walking backwards into the dark. And uh, and I realized at that point that I still had my glasses on and I'm too vain to sing with my glasses on. So I took my glasses <laughs> off and I led with my mic in one hand and my glasses in the other hand. And oh I gosh. just could not believe that I did that. I have never missed a song cue in all of these years of doing this. But that's um, true. That's true. I did. And I did it big time Easter Sunday morning. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, oh funny, man. so funny. Yeah. The, the production guys in my ear, Brian, she's right behind you. <laughs> Cause he, he so had to good. start the song. Uh. It's funny when you said uh. you, you gently put your hand on a show. It reminds me of, so years ago, Brian and Kim, we're potentially exploring uh, some different calls uh, for uh, a new position in ministry. And so they candidated at our church and uh, ultimately God led them to Mount Pleasant. And it was, it's a good thing. It's how we got Randy. But one of my favorite moments was unbeknownst to them. They're just supposed to like lead worship and service. The senior pastor goes, you know what? I'm not going to preach today. We're just going to worship. Oh, right. True story. And so, true story. So Brian's yeah. trying to like pull these songs out of the hat. And at one point you started into one and you forgot the words. And so Kim would reach over and she was whispering the words <laughs> in your ear. Oh, yeah. Fantastic, man. Oh, I mean, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> oh, By the way, I'm not going to preach today. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's okay. see. How many songs is that? Okay. Uh, speaking of speaking of you unravel me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so. Kim, you said something a minute ago uh, when you were telling your story and stuff, and I can't get this mental picture out of my head when you're like, Brian was listening to Integrity, and I was just sitting there rocking out to Bon Jovi. All I can picture <laughs> is you in like a leather jacket and a Camaro, like a T-top Camaro, <laughs> <laughs> rocking your Bon Jovi, driving around just like... So here's my question for you. What is something that you thought was cool when you were younger, but it's not cool now? Oh my goodness. Like, like if a person right now was riding around in an old 1980s Camaro with the top down, listening to Bon Jovi, would be like, what the heck is going on right now? You know, you'd be watching them go down the street. Oh, so yeah. is there anything you could think of that when you were a kid, you thought it was so cool or even even a teenager, oh, well, teenager but now I people mean, the, would make so much fun of you. The big hair and the gaudy lipstick. I mean, that was it. I mean, I look at how big and massive my head was back in high school because of my hair. <laughs> What was I thinking? I, I often think that when I look back at 80s fashion, I always think, what were the 80s thinking? Uh, like, I tell you, the more, the better. That's what we were thinking. I mean, you just had uh, to more of everything. So, yeah. Oh, man. That's, oh, man. That's so funny. Yeah. The big hair. Good night. <laughs> lots of hairspray. Lo lots of hair oh, time. That's oh, for yeah. sure. Um, okay. So this is the last question of the Frank Five. We ask this to everybody, and you've been around ministry as much as anybody we've had on here. So if we could gather every worship leader, every singer, every player, every production, pro presenter, audio guy, hmm. light 
operator. We could get them all in some kind of big arena. And we handed you a mic to speak to them. Hmm. What would you say to that group? Hmm. Wow. Um, One of the first things that comes to mind is your calling is so incredibly important. So incredibly important. Um, and and I pray that if you are doing this, that it is indeed a calling. I, I don't know that we talk about the calling of ministry um, as much as we should um, anymore, but um, it is so incredibly important. And, and I, I want to challenge you to always hone your craft but more importantly than honing your craft is allowing God to hone your heart mm. and to refine mm. your heart and to continue to transform you. And um, my, my, one of my favorite Bible verses, um, John 15, 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, um, he'll bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. That whole thing of, and I know I've, I've listened to a lot of the podcasts and everybody everybody does rightfully so talk about it all starts with Jesus and remaining and abiding and continuing to surrender um, each each and every day and falling more in love with him each and every day and remembering that um, your voice, your skills and abilities uh, behind a tech board, your um, piano playing skills or your guitar skills, all of those things are a vehicle and, and that's it. Um, and allowing him to continue to work on your heart and, and, and do the stripping process that needs to happen in your own life from, from a spiritual perspective, because let's face it, when you have a mic in your hand or there is a light on you, it becomes way too easy to have it become about you and less mm. about him mm. and for that whole thing to get flipped. And, um, and I do know that it is possible to bear some fruit from the world's eyes with just your gifts. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But um, if you want to bear fruit that's going to last, the Holy Spirit has to do that. Mm. And so we don't want to, be just fruit bearers. We we want to bear fruit that's going to last. Mm-hmm. It's right. Amen. So that's right. our our gifts will only take us so far. And I just I pray for myself every day that he continues to strip and refine me. And um, I want to give him my very best with my with my gifts and abilities. But um, but it's that heart work. Um, I, I've I've got to remain in him. I've got to remain and abide in him. There's too Amen. much at stake. I mean, it, it spiritually speaking, it's life, life and death. Amen. It is hundred percent. So hundred percent. Yeah. Ooh, mm. preach it, girl. <sighs> Goodness, it's such a privilege to. It's such a privilege. I mean, you know, yeah. we just we did goodness of God. Um, yeah. All my life, you have been faithful. We just did that this morning. All my life, you have been so so good, and and. It's just too easy for us to get uh, very full of ourselves and very full of our gifts. Um, and uh, yeah. Yep. Good stuff. Yeah, it's my girl. 
If y'all could see Brian right now, bro is literally beaming through my computer screen right now. I get oh, to, my goodness. I get to be her husband. Oh, my goodness. I tell you, oh. you know, they're, they're really, with the exception of Jesus, um, I, I'm one of the things I'm so grateful. There are so many things that I'm grateful for, for years, so many years ago, God allowing my path to cross with Brian. Um, but one of the things is because truly it has, um, he has inspired me in the area of worship, like, and taught me more than anybody else has about worship and worship as our warfare and what that means and having God ignite our praise. And um, yeah, that that's uh, this, this whole thing about the spiritual battle that's happening um, in the unseen world. That is real stuff. And, and so many of us, we don't spend enough time thinking about that or talking about that or addressing it. And the older I get, the more I'm beginning to really understand uh, the power, the power that is worship. That's right. Amen. I mean, they start singing, them walls came down, right? Amen. Walls came down. Amen. Yep. So That's right. Wow, dude. Oh my it's just goodness. The more, the more I spend time with you, the more and more I just understand why God has done what he's done with all of this. So mm-hmm. it's just so cool, man. It's good, man. Very, very good. True or false, you're also super thankful that you met me. I mean, Dude, let's be honest. It's a game changer. <laughs> I was I was gonna say the same thing. Having meeting, Jeremy in our lives is a game changer. Meeting big G, you know, big Gingy is a game changer. <laughs> So, do you want to know a question I almost asked her? What? Oh, no. What? So, because I, I, I've been thinking about this lately. Is cereal actually just soup? Is cereal just soup? Is cereal actually mm. just soup? That's a good question. Because cereal is can also be cold. Or soup can be cold as well as yeah, hot. Like a, like a gazpacho yeah. would be cold, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah. I was going to ask her that and have her expound on it. but <laughs> I don't think it's soup. Why not? Because it's a liquid well, with things. Does it in have it. to have a broth? Well, wouldn't the milk be a broth? It's milk. Well, but have you ever had like cream of mushroom soup? But does That's your cereal just milk? Do, do you want your cereal to be? Are you a soggy cereal eater? Or I'm a soggy guy. Okay. Ooh, I kind of like to let it sit now, a little. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's the difference yeah. for me. Yeah. So yeah, gotta have some crunchies yeah. in there, man. <laughs> no, dude. I- <laughs> Well, uh, so, okay. So we've talked about it. You then go to taborministries.org. Is that it? Yep. If yes. they would ever like to see about bringing you guys in mm-hmm. to do like a women's conference or something along those lines. Yeah. You guys have some CDs and stuff out, you know, you just released one last year, right? Or was it two years ago? It was two years ago. Yeah. And uh, I found freedom. So yeah, we love, there are many churches that bring us in um, when their worship pastor is uh, taking a, a weekend mm-hmm. off or something. We love to come in and just lead worship. Um, you know, we, we we can do worship conferences also for your worship departments. We've done quite a few of those too. We love getting to journey with your worship department. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we can we can definitely talk cool. about those things. Yeah, and then uh, your music, I know, is it all iTunes and anywhere you would normally buy your music? Is it 
Kim and Brian Tabor. Yeah, Kim and Brian is what you would yeah, search. Kim and Brian Tabor on iTunes or Amazon or wherever you Spotify. I think there's yeah. probably some new thing that the kids are using that I don't even know about. But, <laughs> the kids you know. are using. Oh goodness! It's called Napster. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Kim, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, and, and I just love that you guys, uh, your hearts for the kingdom, um, two di- very different ways of approaching it and how you guys are doing ministry, but just incredible how it all works together. And so we're just thankful for the impact you guys are making uh, all over the world. And especially you guys have made a huge impact on my life. So we love you, buddy. We love you, Jeremy. We love you too. And I'm so grateful for what God's doing with worship leader probs and um, I just, I, I pray that this continues to grow because I, I know that God's at the center of this. That's right. And then hopefully I can see you in the next couple of weeks or so. We're talking about me coming up so we can do some plotting. Oh, awesome. To take over the world. Awesome. So. We'd love it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kim. Well, thank you again for coming on the Worship Leader Props podcast. Well, Big Tasty, you are blessed and highly favored, my man. I sure am. You know, that girl, um, She's that got, girl is not poison. Does that count as my third? No. Really? No. I mean, I mean, I'd like to say it does. Dang it! I thought I had made it through without having to sing the song. Don't you remember you told me you love me, baby? You said you'd be coming back this way again, baby, baby, baby. Oh. Baby, I love you. I really do. Oh, that just made it for me. That just yeah, made it. There the you night. go. There you go. I love it so much. It's my favorite. That song is written after you. It's called Superstar. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, thank you so much for uh, checking out another episode of the podcast. We are just so thankful for you, the use the listeners of the podcast. So hey, right now, if you haven't, would you just like and subscribe? Uh, everything that we're doing, whether it's on the Instagram account, whether it's the podcast, uh, we just are so uh, just blown away by all that God is doing with this. And we're just thankful for you, the listeners. And until next time, see ya. Deuces. Bye.